Hey, PYHT listeners, Cameron here, and Rhea and I are so excited to be going on tour, big national tour this fall, and I wanted to tell you about our first five tour dates. We will be in Seattle, Washington at the Neptune Theater on September 21st, in Portland, Oregon at Revolution Hall on September 22nd, in San Francisco at the Regency Ballroom on September 23rd, in San Diego at the Observatory North Park on September 25th, and in Phoenix, Arizona at the Crescent Ballroom on September 26th. We are so excited to meet you. Please come out to a show. Tickets are at CameronEsposito.com or RiaButcher.com. Enjoy today's episode. Oh, and if there are any of our friends and, and listeners who uh, live in Houston, I just want you to know that Rhea and I are uh, thinking of you and we are working on a way to try and donate um, in an even more cohesive way. But for right now, uh, listeners, I have some links up on my Twitter about ways you can donate in Houston. Hey, everybody. Producer Ryan here. We've been getting a handful of messages from listeners asking why we cut out certain comic sets. Uh, And since this episode has quite a few sets cut, I figured this was a good time to address it. Uh, Since we started, we've always left it 100% up to the comics if they want their set included or cut from the podcast. Usually if they want it cut, it's because they're working on new material uh, and don't necessarily want it out there in the world before it's ready. But the truth is we don't even ask why, we just cut it out on their request. Uh, I I know it can be a bummer for our podcast listeners, but that's just the way we do it. Um, If you want to hear the full show, all I can say is if you can make your way to LA, we're at the UCB Franklin every Tuesday night at 8 and tickets are only 7 bucks, so come on by. And if you can't, thanks for listening to our little old podcast anyway, and hope you enjoy this episode. Put your hands together. 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 What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. On down. Get in there. You guys, thank you so much for coming out. Great to see you. Let's hear it for you guys. Oh, boy. That's Rhea Butcher. It's me, and that's Cameron Esposito. Hello. Rhea, I am delirious. <laughs> yes, you are. For As am I. First, it's the first day of my period, and... Then Ann Coulter said a bunch of shit. <laughs> and I was tweeting about it so much. And I, like, mid, mid, uh-huh. mid-tweet storm tried to put in a second tampon. Yeah. But you already had one in there. I already had one in. What's blocking me from doing this, uh, I said. Uh, 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 exactly. Oh. Another one of these. Yep. And also, that is, that's really an accurate representation of how I live my life. Wait, how is she holding the phone? In the other hand. <laughs> in the other hand, you guys. I also fell down in the bathroom today and created a big clatter, and you were taking a nap, yeah. and you ran out. I thought you were locked out. <laughs> Just like, you know when you're half, half alive and half asleep, and in your brain you're like, oh my god, she's locked out and she's banging on something because I haven't heard her for a half an hour, and I like ran out. <laughs> And realized you were just in the bathroom. I just fell down in the bathroom. She just fell down in the bathroom. 
So that's our day. We're doing that's, fine. That's, that's, everything's great. We're doing fine. Steph has been so... Oh, boy. Um, obviously, everybody here, we're all feeling like just massive amounts of uh, love and trying to figure out what to do for people in Houston, right? It's very awful. Everything's really intense. And then the present is a fucking... Terrible piece terrible of shit. Terrible piece of shit. <laughs> I think he gave his statement about it from Minneapolis so that he didn't have to get near any A statement any of about how he was a piece of shit? No. He finally I did that? <laughs> waiting this whole goddamn time for that. Just because, like, I didn't even God, watch... God, what would you do if he was just like, I'm a piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he basically is every... He's like... piece of shit <laughs> yeah no I was just oh, I went to Corpus Christi I don't watch anything that he does the Neither actual do live thing I just look at his face and I know what he said you know yeah. what I mean like sometimes I read the transcript but most of the time I'm just like oh I know what he said sure and then the other times he's wearing a hat that has it on it, it says so what you don't he says to. what he means it's like both sides oh okay huh I just think it was like such bad taste for Melania Trump to wear a hat that says Flotus to <laughs> I don't know is that the indication of her bad taste no no it's just like a nice little cherry I feel like maybe straight up like when we talk about sex workers <laughs> We start with their headwear, for sure. We need to start by talking about Melania Trump, who is absolutely... <laughs> you went hard. Oh, you don't think that she's a sex worker? I mean... I, she's a sex worker. Yes, She's yes, a sex she worker. Is. She just doesn't have... Uh, she just has more protections than most people who do this job. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. She's yes. like, she's a sex worker and everybody else who does that job is persecuted by the government. Right. But she is the government. Oh, shit. I was just thinking today about like all of the things that that the Trump family has... Fucked up? Been, yeah, no, but, but, but that... The, that our president has said, like, just his family alone will take care of. Sure. Like, have you guys thought about how bonkers it is that he's like, we've got, like, straight up, listen to me. Number one, peace in the Mideast, we've got it. <laughs> Done. Jared, on it. Done. <laughs> what else do you need? Right. Russian adoption? Absolutely. That's my son's job. My He's son just a kid, knows how so. to do that. Who knows how to handle adoption better than a kid, a kid himself? That's right. That's right. We, uh, infrastructure? Do you remember when Jared was like, just gave a speech about infrastructure? No, I missed that. It happened. Okay. That's when people heard his voice for the first time. Right. And he was like, <laughs> And you're like, oh, I thought you were evil. You're yeah. just a nerd. <laughs> oh, no, he's e What? I, I had a different response to it. He's when he spoke, to me, that was like, when the one dragon breathed blue fire. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So we're all up on Thrones? Thank God. I really can't believe I'm back on Thrones after all this yeah. shit. And you got me back on it. Well, you pulled me back into this ah! abusive relationship Ooh! I got out of a couple years ago. I know! 
I listen straight up. I I never felt apologize. better than the no, first yes. Monday that I was like, I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, but Rhea, all of the cool ladies are finally I know, meeting cool each other. Finally happening. No, not the, the cool shit. I don't I care about the happening. cool shit. I don't care about the cool shit at all. As you know, because we've been watching together, uh-huh. the last three episodes have been riddled with just men talking to each other about their penises. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to say to the people that write Game of Thrones, just like one woman involved in any way behind the scenes, seems like it would help the show. Because <laughs> they have such good characters. And like, I love Arya. I think she's cool. And she's little. I'm little. And... <laughs> I like that about her. <laughs> yeah. Plus, Sans is so serious. And sure. she looks so good in heavy clothing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I'm a big Daenerys head. Yeah, I know you are. From back in the day. But I'm just what like... What did you call her the other... You were like talking about how much you loved her hair, and you were like, <laughs> Daenerys? No, I said hair her is- or something? Tarharian. That's what I, I said. It around I here. said Daenerys Tarharian. But I should have said Daenerys Tarharian. <laughs> that would have been better. She's got an expensive wig on. Seems heavy. How does she act in that thing? Now, I like those characters a lot. I wish that the male characters. Has anybody else noticed this in like the last bunch of episodes? There's like many scenes where people are traveling north of the wall, just looking at each other like, oh, that's the word you use? I say cock. Well, I say penis or dick. For just pages. Just for pages. For like, just like, dragons are right about to be like, and it just cuts back. Are you sure? Wait a minute. Wait, what is a cock though? What is it though? Yeah. <sighs> what a fucking snooze! It's like being at a comedy show. <laughs> Come on, that was. Funny. I know that is straight up in my like 15 years of doing comedy. The only time I ever said the word cock on stage, or maybe in the world. Ah, in the world, you say. Yeah. Because I don't, I like the word dick. I use it. If I'm watching porn, I say, yeah, dicks, you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you okay? Is that how you watch porn? You just go like this? <laughs> there it is. No, you know I watch porn. I'm putting in a tampon with the other hand. No. Um, it's a lot of multitasking. Oh my god. Oh my god. I like took off like the seventh seal this week. As you know, I unlock, I like cheat coded a section of the angry internet. Oh yeah. That I uh-huh. straight up like didn't know was as angry as this part of the internet is. Uh, you found a new. I found a new angry corner of the scooted internet. Scooted over the manhole. Woo! Woo! Spicy in this corner. Does anybody know what I'm talking about when I say turfs? <laughs> Couple people. People got really quiet and weird. Oh, uh, there are some lesbians. There's some women, not just lesbians. There's some women that don't 
want trans women to be part of the community of women and there's some gay women that don't want trans women to be able to be gay women and those people are dumb and wrong. (laughs) Yeah, they are. I didn't fucking claw my way out of the shit to turn around and fucking kick beneath me. I am reaching back. We are all getting through together, for fuck's sake. What is anybody doing shutting the door? I, I just don't, don't understand. understand. I, don't I don't understand. understand. <laughs> I don't understand when a trans woman is like, hello, um, I am a woman and also a feminist. And you're like, no, and shut the door. <laughs> Goodbye. Doesn't Agreed. make any sense to me. Agreed. Plus, like, I also think that these women that feel this way have, like, perhaps never actually met a trans woman and are just mm. speaking about a community of people um, from a distance using, like, I want to protect kids from this person. And does anyone else know when else we've used that language? Oh, kids can't be around this kind of person. Mm-hmm. For us, for when gay women have, when lesbians have this problem, I'm like, did you forget the whole thing that they used to say this about us? Yeah. And, you know, we have a lot of that was like Friends. as recently as yesterday. That, w- <laughs> that happened to me Maybe today. today. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did actually, I interacted with someone mm-hmm. um, who, who had this belief system. And I was like, can I ask you an honest question? Which was silly of me. Why did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I had 15 minutes of time and I wasted it on that. But I asked this person, do you have any trans friends? Like, do you know any trans people in real life? And they said, yes, I do. And some of them agree with me and some of them disagree with my gender belief system or something. And I was like, I feel really bad for your friends that they like your community is so small that you like have to be friends with somebody that's like, you don't exist. But see, you want to go get a sandwich? No, but see, that's a liar. I know it's a liar, but I'm just trying to make a joke about a no, sandwich. No, I know. The sandwich joke was good. Thank you guys can... The sandwich joke was good, yeah. It's just that that person's also a liar. That's like I, somebody yes. who's like one time walked past somebody on the street and been like, was that a trans woman? We're friends. And then further... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know trans women. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's not a real thing. You can't, you can't say that and have anybody in your life. Also, like, you have a hard time in bathrooms. Yes. Like. A lot. Oh, like a really hard time. All I the have time. to chaperone you in bathrooms. Yes, you do. If we're in, like, a public place. Yeah. You will be like, can you go to the bathroom with me? Yes. What happens to you in there? Uh, people get really angry that I'm in there. What do they want well, you to well, do? Sometimes they're just, like, surprised. Sometimes it's as sim- simple as just surprised that I'm in there. Uh, but I've had a lot of people, like get really angry at me and yell at me and say like what are you doing in here going to the bathroom (laughs) i don't know you're washing out a nacho helmet i didn't think that was (laughs) it's not necessarily the first thing one thinks of when you think of a fucking bathroom but you're i'm not judging you I think I've actually placed you geographically. Are you at Dodger Stadium? Yeah, yeah. In for, that, for that particular instance, yes. <laughs> there I am at work. My office job is killing me. I walk in the bathroom washing out a nacho helmet. <laughs> but plot twist, we make nacho helmets. 
I've been washing out my helmet all the nacho day. I had to do it. You were talking about working, and I just... No, I thought that was cool. Thanks. But I don't understand why you're allowed to do that, and I'm not allowed to blast while we're rolling up outside. You guys were lined up, and I had the perfect song queued up. (laughs) And Rio was like, turn it down. Because we were pulling up to the valet. Yeah. And I wanted these people to think we're cool. <laughs> it's rude to have loud music when you pull up to the LA. The valet wasn't going to come right away. But he you was know right they, there. No, they stand at the stand. He had his Whoa. lightsaber. No. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> They're traffic controller things. Yes. Yeah, okay. Hello, <laughs> valet. We were rolling up. And I had queued up. Rolling up. I had my drop top. (laughs) And I had queued up the perfect song to impress you all. You guys know the hit I'm talking about. Cowboy Take Me Away by the Dixie Chicks. (laughs) Which, by the way, when it started, the traditional notes that you all know, Rhea goes, I've never heard this song. I'm like, what? <laughs> Literally, that's impossible. Because I, ha- I like the Dixie Chicks. They have great politics. They stood up against a president and then they like, ruined their career for a long time uh... and then they came back. So I'm totally into it. Also, I like the music, but they were popular, don't you understand, when CDs were the only way you could get music and I was not going to buy a Dixie Chicks CD. Rhea. And live my life. Rhea. They were also on the radio. Cowboy Take Me Away was like the number three song of 1999 or something like that. (laughs) I don't know about that. You didn't listen to the radio? What were you listening to? I don't know. How were you getting music? Did you have a car in 1999? That's how you got music through cars? (laughs) Primarily? I know this sounds weird, but yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, No, I was not listening to Dixie Chicks. What were you doing? I had like a disc discman. A discman? <laughs> and then like a What was in your car? Do you have a tape deck? Yeah, of course. Did you have a radio? Yeah. What did you what kind I of didn't station use did you the radio? To? You didn't listen to the radio? No, I was off radio. <laughs> I was too cool for radio by that time. So, this is not a brag. What were you listening to? Like CDs? Tapes? CDs in my discman. Which was plugged in to through the cassette the- adapter. <laughs> I have one in my car? Using it just outside. Except Why are you, you applying for this? <laughs> Did you go in public in the year 1999? Did you go out in public to like a Barnes and Noble or anything like that? Yeah, you would have heard this song. It was everywhere. Yeah, well, I told you when it hit the chorus, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this song. I know, but you didn't sing along. We were at the valet. Everybody knows the coolest way to roll up to valet is in your older model VW station wagon. 2001 Volkswagen station wagon. To roll up. It's stick shift. With a blasting at the chorus and then the two of us singing like with our arms like. Cowboy, take no. me away. <laughs> 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 
I can't sing that song. Why? I can't hit those kinds of notes. That wasn't hitting any notes. What's fun about the way the Dixie Chicks sing is that they're very good at singing, but if you just sort of decide that you're going to go like, (laughs) 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 it is, it does sound like that. (laughs) Like you're, well, I don't even. Like it's like that's exactly what they you sound, sound like. You sound like a chipmunk that's about to go sled riding. <laughs> but you're a chipmunk, so you've never gone sled riding Whoa, before, and you're like, this seems fun. <laughs> and you just zoop. I actually the sled goes I like that. The chipmunk just say, goes like this. I actually would say that I don't sound like that at all. And instead, I sound like a woman who's in command of herself. What? She has a, a friend and a sister. And you're in, we're, they're in a band, and one oh, of them knows the how to play the fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have covered a lot in this top. <laughs> Not too much. Not too much. Does anyone agree that it's impossible to tell whether Ann Coulter or Kellyanne Conway is the Night King? <laughs> It's difficult. I actually know that actually Both this would definitely be... definitely reanimated this, corpses. Yes. And also, this would be a better joke if I knew the name of that one assistant to the Night King with the longer oh, hair. Yeah. But he Night doesn't Night. have a name. Night Squire. Yeah. Shriveled up long hair guy. <laughs> Raisinette. Call him a raisinette. I don't, I don't think that you should slam on people's looks, except if you know that they have spent so much time being cruel. <laughs> that their face is insiding itself out. <laughs> Just to see if it can get their lips to stop saying the terrible things it's saying. That's why Donald Trump has to speak with his lips so far out. His face trying to suck his lips in so he shuts the fuck up. Face trying to make his lips into a butthole. When he's got a... He's got a... I don't know. I just think he's a perfect specimen of a man. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he really is, like, honestly, straight up as a white person, I will say, like, white supremacy is for sure real. And the way that you can tell that we, like, deserve to be supreme is by looking at Donald Trump. Right? Like, it's just like, what a pair of jeans. (laughs) He is. He's a real pair of jeans. He's a real dungaree. That's for sure. Um, Now, you guys, this has been great. Are you ready for the rest of your show? This first comic is one of our friends. In fact, she and I share a goddamn birthday. That's Can you true. believe it? And that yeah. birthday was uh, August 12th, so it was very recently. Mm-hmm. And we love her so much. Yeah, Let's hear it right now for uh, our good friend, the very hilarious Mo Welch. Give it up for Mo. Hi, guys. Give it up for Cameron and Rhea. Wiping it up out here. Yes. I don't need this. I just feel naked without it. I'm just going to sit there. How's everyone doing? We good? Word. Cool. Um, we, did, we do share a birthday, August 12th. Uh, for my birthday, I gifted myself 23andMe, one of those genetic tests. Hell yeah. It wasn't that surprising. I found out I'm a third Swedish, a third Irish, and a third pure trash. <laughs> so it's not that surprising. Kind of saw that coming. You can't like you can't just claim that you're trash and not have anything to back it up. I'm not. I'm not going to do that to you guys. 
I have evidence. Uh, my mom, okay, so my mom was pregnant with my older sister and my dad was in prison. And my dad, while he was in prison, told my mom, by the way, I was married before you. While he was in prison when she was pregnant. Um, and then that woman who he was married to, his ex-wife, was having a baby. And she didn't know who the dad was. But these were her options. My dad, Bill. His best friend, Wendell. And his dad. Like my dad's dad. My grandpa was in the mix. Merle was in the mix. That's just so trashy. That's just like a white trash Mamma Mia. Like, I don't... <laughs> but it is evidence. We are very... Um, I come from white trash. It's very awesome. Uh, Southern Illinois, if anyone else knows. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I, I just got engaged, though. I'm not trying to brag. I got engaged. Uh, and my... Thank you. <laughs> My, my fiance, her family, the family tree is beautiful. Like she has a normal family. The family tree looks like a tree. It has like a trunk, it goes up to branches and then those branches go to other branches and then there's leaves. It's beautiful. And my family tree is like if you're driving down the highway and then you look to the left and you go, oh honey, I think there was a fire. Like, there's just this, like, tree falling down, branches fused into each other, some kid just dragging it along the path. What, that wasn't that funny? So much pressure in comedy to be funny. I don't have to be doing this. Like, I don't have to be a stand-up comedian. I realized recently that I'm cute enough to be an executive assistant. So, take that. <laughs> I wish I was an executive assistant. Then I'd have health care, like really good health care. I was sitting down on my couch and part of my tooth just fell out. It just fell out. Like I wasn't eating or drinking anything. Just part of my tooth fell out. Out of my mouth. So, yeah. Could have that health care. I used to get paid to lose my teeth. I'd lose a tooth, put it under my pillow. And then my mom would put a $1 check in there and say, don't cash it till Friday. <laughs> it's just my family. Um, I uh, am a feminist. Are you guys feminists? <laughs> of course you are. I'm a feminist. I'm free bleeding right now. Um, <laughs> I don't need a marathon to free bleed. Okay. I love, I went to the Women's March. It was really emotional. I love the Women's March so much. At the end of the day, it was like 2 p.m. and I got super emotional and I started to cry because I looked down at my phone and I realized that I hid 10,000 steps. <laughs> and it was like 2 p.m. Like, it was just one of those moments where I was like, this is why I march, so. Um, this next bit I actually tried out on Put Your Hands Together the last time I was on, and it was really bad, so I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that I'm better at it now. Um, but I don't believe that you are a true feminist unless you know all the WNBA teams. <laughs> like, that's just the truth. 
Do you guys know any? Sparks. 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 Hometown heroes. <laughs> Shiro's. Hometown Shiro. What? The Lynx. The Lynx. Very good. Two best teams in the league. Very proud of you. Two, two guys? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Suns. Suns. That's a men's team. But I applaud you for shouting that out. <laughs> um... All right, well, do you guys want to learn the teams? Because that's what I'm going to do anyways, even if you named all of them. You guys want to learn them? Okay, cool. Here they are. L.A. Sparks in New York, Liberty, Minnesota Lynx and Phoenix, Mercury, Indiana Fever, Dallas Wings and San Antonio Stars, Connecticut Sun, Seattle Storm, Atlanta Dream, and Chicago Sky. If you put all the teams in a singing list, you become a feminist. <laughs> Also, the Washington Mystics, they don't fit in that <laughs> song thing. <laughs> fit there. Uh, okay, so I didn't have an orgasm until I was like 25, guys. <laughs> I don't know how else to start that joke. <laughs> I, really, I didn't have an orgasm because I didn't really know how my body worked. Like, I grew up in the 90s. There wasn't a lot on the internet. Like, we had, like, Oregon Trail, but it wasn't, like, teaching me... <laughs> A lot. Like, for most of my life, I thought my clit was in or around my asshole. I'm just being honest up here. Don't groan at me. Like, it's not like you're playing Oregon Trail and it's like, all right, next step, we're going to kick you out of the covered wagon and you're going to learn about your clit. <laughs> this is where it is, not in your asshole. And you might ask yourself, well, Mo, didn't you learn that in health class? And I don't know about you, but I was always that kid in health class that was like, sleeping all through class because I was up late at night looking for my clit in my asshole. <laughs> so typical. Uh, the first time I ever had an orgasm was given to me by a traveling clown. <laughs> That's true. And I was like so afraid of clowns before that. <laughs> That's why any time that a kid comes up to me and is like, I'm afraid of clowns, I'm like, dude, just wait 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> be like so fucking awesome she wasn't like a backyard clown alright she was like in Cirque du Soleil yeah thank you for being impressed with me I hope C Cameron heard that joke because we used to clown around with the same clown <laughs> thank you guys so much have a good night I'm Noelle Oh, you want I mean, I wasn't going to say anything, but that is true. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm glad it's me coming out here after Mo. I have also met this clown. That's as far as it went. <laughs> I met the clown, and I was like, hello, clown. And now I'm here. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you guys one joke before we bring up our next comic. Um... I'm also a feminist. Mo was talking about being a feminist. A feminist who also believes in like animal rights. I'm, I'm such a strong believer in animal rights that I don't even put my computer to sleep. <laughs> All right, that's my one joke. <laughs> <clears throat> Mo was great, right? <clears throat> How about that clown? You guys still thinking about that clown? 
I wish I could get a brain scan of everyone so I could see what everyone's clown looked like. Because you all are trying to think of what the clown looks like. But you know what's amazing? I know what the clown looks like. But you don't. And you're like, what did the clown look like? But that's why comedy's so great. Now you're just going to go crazy trying to think of this clown. All right. We're going to keep our show going. And we have, uh, we have a guest, like a drop-in. You guys excited? That's exciting, right? Yeah. You guys, please give a warm welcome to Eric Andre. <laughs> Eric Andre, you guys know for Eric. Oh, yes. Oh, my wallet, my wallet. <laughs> Okay, okay, great. Thank you. This is $20 lighter. Eric Andre, you guys, one more time. Hey, we are going to keep the show running on rolling. Uh, this next comic, it is their first time on the show. Whenever it's somebody's first time on the show, we go wild and welcome them with extra applause. Are you ready to do that? I thought you would be. Let's hear it right now for Brendan Scanella, you guys. Give it up for him. I was talking about Chicago, and that just reminds me. That's like where I, like, came out basically. And I used to go to all the boy bars in Boys Town, and because uh, there was like one lesbian bar in that neighborhood, and it was called the Closet. And I was like, <laughs> I can't go in there right now. <laughs> I just fucking came out of it, so <laughs> I did go there a lot, too much. But anyways, <laughs> I used to have a crock pot on the anyway. Um, <laughs> So I would go to these bars and these dudes would like, these gay dudes that I was like hanging out with would like love hanging out with me and like would dance with me and be like, oh, God, I wish you were born a boy. And I'd be like, yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> Same Z's. Okay, let's keep this show rolling. That wasn't as funny as I thought. I should have just kept it on the closet bit. Anyway, feeling tired, run down today. But you guys are not. You guys are a great audience. And we have three more comics left for you to laugh at. They're all hilarious. And this next comic is one of my favorite comics out there. She has a great show at the Copper Still every Monday. You should check it out. Please give a warm welcome to Charlotte Lawrence. You guys, let her hear it. Keep it going for Charlotte. You guys, how are we doing? Yes? Cool. How are you guys, little front row friends? You're amazing. You look cool. Your outfit is cool. Yes. No, thank you for wearing such a cool look. What are, what are those feet? I can't even tell what's happening. Unbelievable. Hang on, let me get another. Wow. Amazing. Are you guys, are you a couple? Yes. How long have you been together? Ooh, how's it going? What month is it now? Straight up, who does know? Every day is like a year. Um, since never, oh, like almost a, ten months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how's it going? How'd you meet? Um, she did my makeup. Or she did makeup, and I was a mo- I was a monster. 
And I don't know. She had no idea what I looked like. No idea. This is great. You don't mean you were difficult to deal with? A monster. I'm still a monster. You mean you were a physical monster? Yes. What were you? Why were you a monster? Um, this was at uh, a theme park. Uh huh. Ooh, <laughs> spooky. Uh, so ugly. So ugly. Is it a local theme park? Uh, Six Flags. It was at Six Flags. Yeah. Did they? Was it in? When is this like a Halloween thing? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, one time I was performing at. You guys, do you want to know where the weirdest places you could do stand up? No, no. There, there's no actually. You cannot. There is not one weirdest place. But a weird place that you could do stand-up would be the Hard Rock Hotel at Universal Studios Orlando, Florida. That's one weird place you could do stand-up. And when you drive, you get like drive-on uh, privileges for the, for the Universal, for the studios. You know those ones, they're Universal. Um, and it was during Halloween Horror Nights. So you go the back way, and there's just like 300 millennials that are like, we can't get other jobs yet. And one makeup artist. Was that you? Was that you? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. What did you have to do? What did you, what did you, what kind of monster were you? fucking Six Flags specific monsters Six Flags especially using the word minion that's already a thing another it was a terrible job oh, what it do, do you had to like what do you have to do sneak up on people do you have to talk to them do you have to have an old lady voice try to get, to get what hit physically punched I didn't, that is, do they not, do they forget where they are? <laughs> ah! Straight up the theme park is full of old fucking minions. No, yeah. Um, have you, how, first of all, how's the job market now? What are you doing now with your life? Yes, I could smell that money on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got, well, those are beautiful, yes. And we, are you still doing makeup? Do you do mostly horror makeup or all makeup? Uh, all makeup. Ooh, but is it fun to do horror makeup or awful? Oh, I love it. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah. And how did you guys, so you didn't know what this person looked like, but you were like, yeah. that fucking old ass... <laughs> So then, and then you're like. Day, she found me on Instagram, where all of the lesbians meet each other. Well, I guess that's true now, yeah. <laughs> I missed the whole thing. I've never met anybody through the internet. Isn't that the saddest? Because I've always been off the market. <laughs> I never went on one internet date. 
and I don't. I never used one dating app. Isn't that stupid? I missed the whole thing. How did you find her on Instagram? Did you know what she looked like at that point? <laughs> it would feel like it'd be hard to find somebody on Instagram based on their voice. Um, <laughs> um, one of her friends was in her group that was in the walk-arounds, and she's like, oh, you should find her here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> how does one, how do people, how do you turn an Instagram connection into a date? Number one, straight up, first of all, that seems logical, and I agree. Number two, I like that you had to walk yourself through the steps. How would I do it? Hey, let's meet. Yeah, that's how I would do it. Well, you guys seem adorable. Congratulations, you little sweeties. Let's hear it for them. Classic romance, old hag and makeup artist. You guys, we got two great comics left. This next fella, I, I first met him uh, working at, you know what's fun thing about doing stand-up comedy? You perform all over the place. I first met this person in Minneapolis a bunch of years ago. Nice to see him out here. Let's hear it right now for Pat Sussmulch, you guys. Give it up for him. God, fuck. I just want to know more about that Wendigo audition process. <laughs> like... Do you just go in front of a room of people and be like, all right, scare me? And they're like, ah, and they're like, you got it. Is that really what it was? God, I had an audition lined up for Universal Studios to be like a Whoville townsperson. And I... I yeah, no, I didn't do it because I was too anxious and I backed out at the last minute because I was watching videos to get into character and like they kept like getting pictures taken with tourists and like hugging kids and I was like ah oh, fuck no I don't I don't want oh cause I got uh, I got terrible anxiety um anyone else here yeah cool chill uh, yeah I got terrible anxiety and people are like Pat what's what's your anxiety like and for me it's like have you ever been trying to parallel park while a guy was watching you <laughs> Because that's how I feel all the time. I just feel like I'm parallel parking and there's just a guy sitting on a stoop watching me. Just sitting there thinking, well, I don't have anything to do. Let's see if this guy can make it. And I can't. I'll like, I'll like rub up against the curb and I'm like, ah, shit. And then I just drive off. I just drive off and look for another spot. And if I don't find another spot, I just go home. I go home, text my friends, it happened again. <laughs> and then I go hide behind the futon. <laughs> but if you have anxiety, I recommend hiding behind furniture. It's pretty great. I learned it from an Italian greyhound during a thunderstorm. <laughs> we were having a great time together. Some thunder rolled up. She's like, I got to bounce. Just hid behind there. I was like... I'm going to try this. Did it pretty tight. Um, yeah. Here's another dumb story about my anxiety. I was in New York uh, City, not like doing shows or anything. Just years ago, I learned that traveling way easier than staying at home and facing my problems. <laughs> people laugh and get it. And uh, I was on the subway because I'm of the people. And there was, like, there was like a baby in a stroller 
with his parents next to him just like asleep on each other's shoulders and this baby was playing with like a disposable spoon just like taking it in from every angle uh, and then and then dropped it because it's a baby minimal grip strength uh, was reaching for it couldn't get it because of those stubby baby arms and was like was like staring at it and like staring back at the parents like back and forth like trying to make like a psychic connection happen which didn't work because that doesn't come in until you're at least four um <laughs> And the baby went for plan B, which was to just start crying. And I was sitting a couple feet away watching, thinking, well, I could just bend forward, pick up this spoon, hand it to that baby. Problem solved. But then I realized that, like, from everyone else's perspective on the train, I'm just some guy handing subway trash to babies. (laughs) I don't want to be that guy. Plus, they're not going to know the context at all. They're going to see me hand that spoon to that baby. Baby's going to stop crying. And they'll be like, oh, is this how we're supposed to parent? And then I start a whole new trend of people handing garbage to babies. And because no one's vaccinating their kids, I become personally responsible for a whole new polio epidemic. This is 40 minutes of thoughts I had. And now I'm on Selexa. Anyone else on Selexa? Ah, damn it. <laughs> I just moved here and I don't have insurance yet. Uh, I get citalopram because it's... I just go to the 99 cent store to get my prescriptions filled. I just get a Ziploc bag <laughs> full of loose pills. Citalopram sharpied on there. This bit's killing. Uh, how was that Wendigo job? Did it pay decent? Shit. Great. I, I didn't know where you were until just now because the lights are in my face. I was like, yeah, great. I'm dog walking now. That's half the dogs I walk make more money than me. That's. I used to deliver for Postmates. Don't recommend it. I delivered. But post, Postmates is just like delivering Taco Bell to people. I got to del- deliver Taco Bell at four in the morning to my old college dorm. That was, that was a fun existential nightmare. Just like. Here's your Taco Bell. This is you in 12 years. (laughs) You've peaked. (laughs) Uh, One thing I do for my anxiety uh, is I like like to read books. Yeah, I know that's a surprise. This guy reads books. Uh, Read books. Love it. Recently bought a Kindle. That's dope. Uh, Because you can illegally download books if you own a Kindle. I don't know if you knew that. So I've been illegally downloading like all the Hunger Games... Like the Harry Potters, like even the Divergent series, just like all the young adult fiction I can find, which is perfect because I'm pirating books. And like a book pirate is something you would see in a young adult novel. (laughs) And then I started feeling guilty. So I decided I'll buy my next book. So I just, I bought Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. I don't know why you laughed at that. Uh, Bought it. Read it, had a, had a great time, loved every minute of it. And then about two weeks later, Amazon sent me an email asking me to rate it. And I was like, oh, Amazon, you mean this sci-fi seminal classic that's been taught in English classes across the country for over 50 years? You want my two cents? Like, what, about, what am I going to add to this conversation? Like, hey, Pat, see you bought Pride and Prejudice. What'd you think? Well, I'm glad you asked Amazon, because I got shit to say. 
It's like, oh, Mr. Darcy sucks. <laughs> oh, his mansion Pemberley's a shithole. Fuck this book. Three stars. Like, what am I? Like, oh, oh, the catcher in the rye. Throw it back. Fuck this book. Three stars. Like, oh, the great Gatsby. More like the okay Gatsby. Fuck this book. Three stars. I, I, got, I got a lot of those. The Slaughterhouse Five. More like Slaughterhouse Three Stars. Three Stars. Like, I don't know. Three stars is as low as I'm willing to go. Because <laughs> I am from Minnesota and I don't want to hurt all those dead authors' feelings. <laughs> all right, that's going to be my big closer. Thank you so much. Time has come. We have gotten to our final comic. Are you guys excited? I'm super excited. I got to go on a cruise with this comic last year, and she was amazing. And a adult, and a da and a delight is what I wanted to say. My brain was like, "Say delight," and my my it's still not working. My mouth is on strike right now. My mouth was like, "Nope, not saying anything." <sighs> She's a delight. She's a friend of mine. Also, one of my favorite comics. You guys, please give a warm welcome to Aparna, not Charla, you guys. Aparna, you guys are here. Give it up for Aparna. And in fact, while you're at it, why don't we, let's hear it for everybody you've seen tonight. That's Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. Thank you guys so much for coming. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh. Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts,
Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.